Welcome back to the Pick 199 podcast, episode 64. I'm here with Muzzy. Yee. And Coxie. Hey, boys. No Snako this week. Uh, we've got to battle through without him. Might, might actually get, get a word in, hey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, very good. We'll, th- we'll start with week 12 of the NFL. Um, actually, no, we're starting with the news. Sorry. <laughs> leave that in. Leave that in, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. Two yeah, weeks in a row. I'm, I'm on fire, boys. Uh, <clears throat> We'll start with some news and probably the biggest news of the week. We had the Ballon d'Or uh, overnight and Leo Messi has come out with his seventh Ballon d'Or in his career. Uh, boys, was uh, Lewandowski robbed of another Ballon d'Or? I'd say yes, that's two years in a row. And that's yeah. coming from a person that raised the question whether Messi is the true GOAT at the start of this year when he won the... Um... Top of America. The Copa America with uh, Argentina, his first international trophy. Um, yeah, with with all that being said, yeah, I definitely think Lewandowski's robbed and has been overshadowed for a long time. Um, his goal production actually went up this year. So everybody was talking about how he had a spectacular year last year. He played more games, scored more goals. Didn't he? Yeah, I saw something the other day. It was like he's had 69 goals and about or 69 goals. Uh, Goal contributions in like fifty games or something, something crazy, yeah. Yeah. which is which is insane for especially when he's getting older in his career too. Like he's not he's not a spring chicken. So yeah, look, uh, I mean, there's no denying, um, you know, Messi's a great player, but you know, I think the way that he's been playing this year, I certainly think Lewandowski really deserved it this year. Yeah. Um, the amount of times he would, you know, he'd just get a goal for you know for Bayern was just he just kept scoring mm. like he couldn't stop him at, at one point and how pivoty like how pivotal he is for you know for their success as well in the Bundesliga mm. I mean you can say the same about Messi but then I guess it raises the question boys do you think we hold you know players like Messi and Ronaldo to high standards in a way because we know what Messi can produce if he doesn't play 100% of himself but even if he doesn't play 100% of himself that could still be better than other players I, I look. I, I, I think. I think we're definitely we we got caught into that trap a couple of years ago when there was lots of talk that um, Neymar was going to dethrone both of them, um, and when he was coming in the third place, and a couple of other players that have, have come in third place that should have deserved it. I think up until last year, Messi and Ronaldo deserved all the Ballon d'Ors that they got. Mm. Um, I think up until last year, not taking anything away from Messi, I think I still think he's one of the best in the world, and I still think him and Ronaldo's one and two, but are we going off what they've done throughout their career or what they've done for that year? And yeah, I think exactly. we have to stand alone and say what they've done for the year. I mean, Lewandowski's broken just about every record there is to break at Bayern Munich and in the Bundesliga. I mean, he yeah. broke the record that says they're 41 goals in 29 games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's ridiculous. I mean, Bundesliga is ranked way higher than the French league and ha- ranked higher than the Spanish league now. Mm. So you'd, you'd think that like uh, like he'll be he'll be pivotal for buying uh, the yeah, absolutely. league too. Like I, I can't see PSG at the minute getting as far as Bayern's going to make it through uh, in Champions League. So mm. yeah, um, we're def- we're talking about a, a PSG team that last year couldn't even win their own league. Mm. Um, We're talking about a team with like probably 
one of the biggest salary caps in in the league in the world at the minute too. Yeah. Like, and they lost they lost the city over the week. Yeah, and like so, you think you think um, it, yeah, and like before the season even started, like before Messi had even got there, going to be the first six star team on FIFA. Like yeah. on paper, they should be like beating everyone by at least three goals every week, but it is what it is. And they're losing to a team that's been notoriously bad in the Champions League. I mean, if if, if that's happening with, with that kind of budget and the and the type of players they have, like we can't there's there's no there's no discussion about Ronaldo should have been up there because we all understand he's aging. We all understand that him and him and Messi have been one and two for you know before we can even remember about football, mm. but it's come to, it's come to that stage where yes they're still able to deliver for their team, but are there better players out there that you can get that will have a better season? Because I think you have to judge it off the season. We can't judge it off their whole piece of work. Mm. And I, I think mm. yes, Messi was important for Argentina to win that. Did he do it on his own? No. No, and that's it. That was the other thing too. Like you think of the players that are in that Argentinian team yeah. compared to what Lewandowski's got in Poland. Yeah. Like chalk and cheese sort of thing. Like, yeah. but um, anyway, I mean, congratulations to Messi, but also I think we need to start thinking about like other players other than Messi and, and Ronaldo as well. Like, because yeah. we think like, uh, was it, Iron Robin that got robbed one year and Frank uh no sorry Frank Ribery I think in about 2012 they'd won pretty much everything and um yeah yeah for, for me I, I I can't understand why a player for example like Kante wasn't nominated mm-hmm. within the top three at least yeah. um I, I, I can't understand that I understand why Mbappe wasn't there or Neymar or any of those mm-hmm. boys they hadn't won anything. So that's that's fair enough, but I mean, Kante had had, had basically done it all um, internationally and had done it and had been you have to say was the star in both his international and his club football. Yeah. So I, I can't understand why he he wasn't more highly touted in comparison to those three. Mm. I think because, um, but I think because Georgina was in there too. That sort of like I know, I know they're not from the same country, but you think like. Virginia won the Euros and won the Champions League in the same year as well. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't know. It's it's yeah. The only the only difference I'd say is is Jorginho the best player on either of those teams? Probably not. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say yeah. so. But I think when when a lot of pundits and stuff are sort of going, well, he should be in there. Yeah, I, I I don't. I really don't. Yeah. I I think he's oh, a look, great I, player, I don't put as much yeah. uh, stock in him as a lot yeah. of other people do, but. Yeah. Uh, so we also had uh, Sam, Australian Sam Kerr finish third in the female Ballon d'Or. Uh, so that's a great achievement for someone who's like, at, like just killing it over there at the minute. Um, I'll just try and find who won on the female side. If I can. Uh, Alex Patelis from Barcelona. Yeah. So congratulations to her. Um, so we got the final leaderboard here for for the Ballon d'Or. We had Messi in first, obviously. Uh, Lewandowski on 508 points. That's a, quite a big difference in terms of vote, too, yeah. between first and second, considering what we just discussed. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And then Golo Kante, like you said, coming in fifth. I, I thought he should have been up further up higher, but... Yeah. No, very good. Uh, moving on. This week is the start of the Bathurst 1000, our, our local V8 race. So well, uh, I'm sure you boys have copped all the copped all the bogans in town already. Oh, mate, I know awesome. I have. And... Love getting around in Bathurst now. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate. Isn't it the best time of year? Have right. you done all your shopping, uh, Roscoe? Hey. Have you done all your shopping? Oh, mate. <laughs> I, I won't be going to town for a week. <laughs> I'll, I'll be ordering my groceries from Sydney. They'll get there quicker. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it'll be good to see uh, Bathurst 1000 back in town and hopefully we have a good race this year. And, yeah, moving on. We had F1 uh, former boss of Williams um, Racing, Frank Williams, uh, passed away during the week, age 79. Um it can't be understated how much he's done for the sport in the past 30, 40 years. Absolute legend of the sport and um, uh, Vale Frank Williams. Yeah, no, it's it's um, it's always interesting when uh, people that behind the scenes, they're, they're integral to so much and don't really get the, the shine that they probably deserve. Mm. Um, and... A lot of the stuff that happens behind the scenes is actually really important in team success, um, mm-hmm. not just, for example, in Formula One or GP or any um, racing sports, but also in you know any of the other sports that we we speak about with basketball, or soccer, or anything. Like mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of them get under undershown what's happening. So, yeah, no, and that's it. Like he, he's a very he was a very important figure for for many years behind the scenes, and that that team's. Sort of gone strength to strength, and hopefully they can put out a better car next year. But um, yeah. but on on the note of uh, F1, we also have a Australian uh, F2 driver, Oscar Piastri, has actually earned a seat with the Alpine team for next year. Um, so that that's a uh, he's he'll be a test driver for them next year. Sorry, so he hasn't quite earned his seat yet, but he's also won. He also won F3 last year and is currently leading the F2 championship this year. So the progression for him has just been outstanding. He's on a he's on a rocket ship trajectory at the minute. So it'll be great to see him in an F1 car, hopefully. Yeah. Mm. Rightio. Uh, and I think the final thing we had up was the news about Erling Haaland banking his way back from injury uh, and having <laughs> just, just coming back and screwing goals again, Muzzy. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to just wanted to quickly highlight. Um, we'll, in the coming weeks, we'll we'll talk about some other leagues just briefly and just check on how they're going. I know we mostly focused on EPL, um, but we've got the Champions League next round coming up next week. Um, and then once that's done, we'll uh, we'll start to have a look at the other leagues and see how they're progressing. Some obviously some interesting results. Um, not always the top dogs sort of seem to be dominating. So there's some very interesting stuff happening around the world. And Holland was back he, in eight minutes. He scored um, a goal back um, after he wasn't supposed to be back until next year. So that makes him 50 goals in uh, 50 Bundesliga games. So He's a freak. Incredible player. Incredible He's player. He's a freak. Uh, what, what injury did he have again? I... Uh, he did his hip. Um, yeah. So he had a... He had a they, seen, they, they thought it was quite a, quite a big strain, but um, it seems like he's... he's He's returned quite well and seemed to be functioning better. So yeah. um, he looks after his body quite well. So 
very um, Ronaldo-esque in terms of how he looks after his body. So, Yeah. No, very good. Well, with that, that's the news for this week, and we'll catch up with that next week. We're going to jump across to NFL Week 12 finally. Right. So Friday, Friday we had the Chicago Bears putting out a 16-14 point win over the Lions. Uh, good win for Chicago. Lions looking for that number one draft. Uh, it, surely it's signed, sealed, delivered. It's got to be close. Mm. It's got to be close. It's sure. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago, Chicago got really lucky in this game, though. They really wanted the, to get the Bears a win. Yeah. Um, to get the Lions, <laughs> the Lions to get the Lions yeah. win, sorry, yeah, because they ended up going on a game-winning field goal um, as the clock expired. So, um, yeah, ridiculous stuff. They, they were really lucky. I mean, the Lions were up fourteen to thirteen, and they just happened to pull it out. So, and scary times for yeah, the Bears. The, the, thing, the way the field goal kickers have been late, that you wouldn't be surprised if you had missed it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had. The Thanksgiving special of the Raiders pulling out the 36 to 33 point win over the Dallas Cowboys. Man, it, this is an absolute barnstorm of a game, like tit for tat, sort of like the whole game. And uh, yeah. the fact that Cowboys couldn't pull the win off here is probably disappointing for them, mm-hmm. considering yeah. how well they've been the last few weeks. Shout out to Derek Carr as well. Um, 300 plus passing yards this game. Um, absolute absolute monster. Beast. So. beast. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, the Raiders, are, I reckon they're having a bad season considering sort of what's been going on with their franchise, you know, with the sacking of their coach, yeah, sort of what it was. And you know, for them to pull up a win against you know, a big team like the Cowboys, um, yeah, good on them, they've done well, yep. No, you're right, Coxie. No, very good. Uh, moving on, the Bills got back on the winning circle with the 31 points to six win over the Saints. I know it's not much to say that they beat the Saints, but it's good for them to get a like a strong win over over a team like the Saints as well. So they really needed that bounce back after the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just they just sort of looked out of sync, and um, this this might be the turning point because the Saints had looked good. Um, they'd been competitive in a lot of games, and they just didn't seem competitive in this one. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Monday Monday night football, we had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 38 points to 31 winners over the Colts. Uh, good win for Bucks. Um, just the TB12 train keeps rolling on, boys. Yeah, uh, they pretty much had last week off, boys, so they were pretty fresh. Yeah. Um, you know, clapping the Giants. <laughs> so <laughs> that would have been a practice run. Um, got their offense going that game, that's for sure. And yeah. they've just done the same here against the Colts. The offense just took them over the line, really. Absolutely. I got a question for you boys about the Colts. Um, yep. They've sort of they started pretty well. They they they'd strung a couple of tough wins together. Um, are they just pretenders? Are they are they are they prepping themselves for next year? Can they do anything this I year? Or so. they, I, I, I or don't they, think. Or they, they have... just they're just pretenders where they're just scraping <laughs> through wins. Uh, Pretenders in terms of the scraping wins out against mm. against some decent sides, mm. but but I also think they're missing like one or two pieces out in that outfit that could really step them up. Like yeah. they really haven't been this competitive since Andrew Luck retired as their quarterback. Yeah, like I, I don't think they've been overly competitive the last few years. So yeah, look, I'd agree with you, Ross. I still think they're probably a couple of pieces away, maybe a year or two out. Um, mm. I think they just found a bit of form, I suppose. 
this year. Like, so time's not going to help them. They have to make moves. I think so. Yeah. I think I said with the pieces that they've got, I think they've reached their potential. Yeah. Like, and I don't think they can go any any better. Like, they'll they'll end up being like five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. For the rest of the season. Yeah. Very good. Uh, with that, we'll move on to the Jets knuckling out a 21 points to 14 win over the Texans. Texans, are they, are they just now looking for the second pick in the draft? I don't know what's going on with the Texans. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, what a waste. What a, yeah. what a waste of a, a a decent quarterback. I mean, I've 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 never been big on um, Watson. Is it Watson? Is he the quarterback? Sean Watson, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never been massive on him. I, I think he's a good quarterback. I just I, I think he gives away too many mistakes. But Texans are going to be better. Yeah, be he, he's a better quarterback than what they deserve. I think at the minute, like yeah, I, I think so. I think he just in terms of what I would want for a franchise, he just he just gives away the ball just a little bit too much. Um, yeah. But I don't I don't think these losses come down to him. No, exactly. I think their defense has been poor all year and. Yeah. That was pretty much what was keeping them in, them in games the last few seasons. So, yeah, not yeah. not good enough for them. Uh, Coxie D. Now we know. Now we know hey. why Snake isn't here this week, boys. The <laughs> York Giants pull out a thirteen points to seven win over their their arch rivals or one of their nemesis. <laughs> one of the rivalry games. The rivalry game that that is the New York Giants. And the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll tell you what, boys, the Eagles weren't flying that day, let me tell you. <laughs> hey, um, but, yeah, hey no. but the defense is what's keeping them in games, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but mate, we've got Danny, like we got DJ, he's just gonna tear you apart. <laughs> um yeah, look, I mean I think it was it was pretty handy that um Jalen Hurts sort of threw the ball to our um, you know, our cornerbacks and whatnot. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you're throwing that many, I mean, you're throwing a couple of interceptions like that, it's not really going to help, help nah. the team. And for a team like the Eagles, I mean, they're not really the pinnacle of, of NFL football, are they? They are um, of that division, though, aren't they? Uh, well, look, mate, after that, we might leave the <laughs> them. We're only going to be up um, So, yeah, I don't know. It was good to see, you know, Saquon was getting some good runs in. DJ was throwing some good passes. Um I mean, it was a bit of an arm wrestle there for the for the whole, you know, first, second quarter kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, look, we'll take that, especially over the Eagles. Nothing like a, 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 you know, a Giants win over the Eagles to sort of shut them up a little bit because we know how loud those fans can be, really. Probably yeah. one of the, you know, top two, uh, you know, top two obnoxious fans in the NFL, aside from Dallas. Oh, far, yeah. They're right up there. So, uh, yeah, good to shut the Philly fans up for a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Take it while you can, mate. Oh, absolutely. Good no, very good. Mm. Sucked in snake out. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, we had the Miami Dolphins pulling out a 33 points to 10 win over the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I don't know what to say about this. I, I did not expect yeah. the Panthers to be flogged that hard. Yeah. Can I can I say um, really show out game for Chua? Um, mm. he, he played awesome. Um, so he had an 87.1% completion rate. Um, absolutely, like ridiculous. Wow. Like that's so high. That's um, phenomenal stats. For yeah, that is. Yeah, that's you know that's Tom Brady in his prime high completion rate. Um, like that's you know it's basically you know he's saying that close to ninety percent of his passes are completed and going. Like that's it's, it's ridiculous. So 
um, yeah, really show out game for him. Really, really showed that Seiko harps on about him being a defensive quarterback. Um, really showed that he's not in this game. Just um, really shows that Seiko really shows that he can. Fuck, he's I'm starting about. to think he, he wasn't turning up today because he's going to get called out on a few things. That have yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I, I just can't wait. I can write it down what he said, and he's like, oh, <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> I, I can't wait for the angry text to come through. Mm. No, uh, so, no, very no. good. Dis- disappointing for Panthers, but Dolphins b- bounce back. They're finally starting to turn on, turn the screws, and be the team that we sort of expected them to be. And yeah. uh, it'll be I interesting. Mean, it'll be interesting to see if if keeping Chua was the right call coming towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um. Just back to Panthers, mother. I just want to point out, like, I mean, I don't. I think this is probably the end of their season. To be honest, I don't think they're going to do much. I mean, McCaffrey took a um, season-ending injury. In that game, yeah, um, and he's such a pivotal piece for the Panthers' offense because there's only two ways to attack: you pass or you run, and that's fifty percent of your, your you know your offense gone. Yeah. Um, so I mean, in the, in the great words of Snake-O, you either beat him with the run game or the pass game, and I mean they can't beat him with the run game anymore. So you know, well, I, I mean, I think you that's know, like- saying that. They do have Cam Newton, and he's a, he's a bit of a rusher of the ball, but he's not what he used to be. He's not, you know, no. 2015. No. No, he's easy to figure out, though, too. Yeah. Those legs don't move as fast as they used to. No. Yeah. Not, like, not like McCaffrey's. Yeah. No. And I think that's the other thing, though, too. McCaffrey, this is like the second year in a row that he's had a season-ending injury, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, I'm fairly sure, or the year before. But... Yeah. yeah. No, it's disappointing. Hopefully, he... hopefully not a reoccurring thing for him. Yeah, exactly. He's such a such a gifted athlete. Oh, he is. He's great. Uh, moving on, we had the Patriots uh, busting out a 36 points to 13 win over the Tennessee Titans. Can Stanko, I just say something about the Patriots, boys? I was just about to say, um, Stanko's curse has just well and truly flipped this week. He said <laughs> the Dolphins won't do anything, and he said the Titans were still one of the def- most defensive teams in the league. So... Thank you, Snako, for putting the curse on everyone. I'll tell you what, um, you know, as a Giants fan, we've sucked for many years. We've sort of been in mediocrity for many, many years. Um, and, you know, and Patriots, they go through, what, 20 years of, you know, with Brady. Mm. And then they lose him one year. They have, a, they have an off year. Next year, this year, they found their new quarterback and they're eight and four. Yeah, it fires me up to know. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know what that's like. It's like watching the Roosters play, though, mate. It'd be like watching the Storm play. Roscoe, come on. Yeah, that's a good shout. Like yeah. Storm. Yeah. yeah, Storm never have a rebuild year. They never have a rebuild. Yeah. No, reload yeah. and bang again. Yeah. That's it. So, I mean, it's a good time to be a New England fan. Mm. No. They're probably some of the worst fans too. I've found so. Yeah, I think that those those two teams are going to be super competitive um, going into the wild cards and into the into the playoffs. Those teams will. I think they'll they'll definitely ruffle some feathers, and um, we'll see we'll see a lot more out of those two teams. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, we had the Bengals busting it like just absolutely smashing forty one points to ten over the Steelers. Is that a red line through the Steelers this year, Muzzy? Oh, I've had a red line through them for four weeks, five weeks. <laughs> I think when we were, when we were like four and nine, I was still saying, yeah, I've got a red line through them. 
Uh, well, I think we always say wait till week 10 and until everything yeah, yeah. starts. Uh, I think, look, at, at the end of the day, I truly believe we'll probably still get a wild card spot. Mm. Um, actually, well, with the results for the Bengals and Patriots, probably not. But if we do, I think it's just going to be – I'm kind of hoping we just get absolutely destroyed in the last couple of games because um, maybe the management will wake up to themselves. But it's – yeah, look, I, I, I've said now for three, four weeks, Bengals are dangerous. And I think they had that one loss within that period. Um, and then it was sort of iffy. But I, I think they're seriously dangerous. I mean, they're, they're really, really, really dangerous. And I think they're a really good team. Mm. Um, well, I think, and I think it's nearly about time that people start putting a bit of respect on the name of yeah, the Eagles. Yeah. And, it, like, and it, is, it is tough because it's such a strong division. I mean, with Steelers, yeah. Bengals, the Patriots, the Browns, um, Ravens. Like it's a really strong division, so it's really hard to to put the Bengals in that breath. But yeah. they're they're really making good strides forward, and they're I think I think it's like the future is only brighter for them now. I mean, Burrow's playing magnificent for them, um, mm. so I think it's, it's just got to continue on. So can't give them enough credit and think of the Steelers lost, maybe they'll wake up to themselves mm. and get it. I think, that, I think that's the other thing though too. It's like, I think everyone was expecting Joe Burrow to be this quarterback first year. Yeah. When he didn't have the pieces there. And like now that he's got like one or two pieces that he can use effectively, it's working like wonders for them. So. Yeah. No, very good. Uh, moving on, we had the Falcons. Yay, we finally won a game. 21 <laughs> points to 14 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, like far out, like in true Falcon style, just let them back into the game. But uh, not good win for the boys. Hopefully, we can just keep knuckling out wins. Uh, moving on, we had the Broncos, twenty-eight points to thirteen winners over the Los Angeles Chargers. I can't decide on what's going on with the Chargers. They're so up and down. I mean, they were they were full of mistakes today, um, and. They were well yesterday. Sorry, they were full of mistakes in that game. They they just they handed that game right to the Broncos. I mean, just interception after interception, fumble, uh, missed passes, misplaced, um, and not even all of the quarterbacks' fault. Like it's just oh, one week they they'll be firing like they're going to win win it all, and then the next week they they can't make a, a pass at ten yards. Um, you know, I, I nearly equate them to like the Parramatta Eels. Like one week yeah. they could be like absolutely on fire. And yeah. then next week they lose to a team like the Dragons or something like you know like just <laughs> just can't get consistency out of them. Uh, moving on, we had the Green Bay Packers uh, only just beating the LA Rams thirty six points to twenty eight. Uh, good win for the Packers, um, and also like I don't think this is a really bad result for LA Rams though either. I think they like they're still competitive as a team, yeah. so mm. they'll be there in the playoffs. So they just they just seem to be just sitting outside that bubble of those top teams mm. where it just seems like, you know, we've got the, the Titans, the Patriots, we've got the Packers, Tampa Bay, and they just seem to be sitting right on the edge of that bubble. Mm. Absolutely. You know, just just outside that. I, w- I would almost chuck the Ravens in there. Mm. No, very good. Uh, moving on, we had the 49ers beating the Vikings 34 points to 26. Uh, two teams with a very similar sort of record, not producing like overly great football most of the time, but sometimes when they when they do, they play really well. So, 
and then finally for Monday uh, Monday night football, we had the Ravens 16 points to 10 win over the Broncos. Uh, not the Broncos, the Browns. Cleveland Browns. Uh, Browns sort of struggling a little bit at the minute just to find consistency in their form. Yeah, just a couple of really tough games that they just haven't seemed to pull out of. Mm. Mm. A couple of games that they're just they were just beaten by just a better team. Exactly. And it just it just it just feels like it's 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 within that. And the worst thing is like most of the time they're a division rival. Mm. Um, so yeah, like, that's it. Yeah. The, Ra- the Ravens, you know, the Bengals, um, Patriots. They all seem to be getting one up on the rounds at the moment. Mm. So um, hopefully that can turn it around come towards the end of the season where they've got a bit of a easier stretch coming home. Ho- hopefully so. Yeah. No, very good. Uh, moving on, the final game we had on Tuesday today, uh, Washington football team getting the 17 points to 15 win over the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle looking good for that for that fourth, third or fourth draft pick. <laughs> yeah. God, God knows they need something up there. Very good. No, very good. Well, that wraps up uh, week 12 of the NFL and also the news. Also, episode 64. Thanks for sticking around and we'll catch up with you next time. Catch you. Yeah.